0: we are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Ever since the very early days of AI, there's always kind of been this conversation of, you know, AI displacing a large percentage of the workforce and what the solution is. Are we gonna need universal basic income? How are we going to compensate people um, that are losing their jobs in this case? And I mean, to be fair, uh, something like technological innovation that displaces workers is not something new. This has been happening for a long time. You know, you can look at cases in the textile industry back in the Industrial Revolution where there was a, lar- a large group of people that felt threatened by uh, textile machines that no longer had to be done by hand, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, the Luddites. In any case, um, the conversation is becoming, I think, more prevalent today with ChatGPT and other AI models that have really accelerated And we're really starting to see, um, you know, a future where AI is integrated into everything. It automates everything and there's a lot more uh, implications that people are seeing. So today on the podcast, I want to talk about some solutions that are happening, some um, some options that people are bringing up. And I think all of this is really relevant today because just recently one of the co-founders of DeepMind, which is the big AI company that Google bought um, back in 2013 or 14. the, the co-founder Mustafa Suleiman recently just quit the company and said uh, it was because he was worried about the direction of AI. It's kind of interesting because he said, he also said at the same time, um, you know, he's like, Google's doing everything right. They're doing everything good, but just the direction of AI in general, I couldn't, you know, stay here, which is kind of interesting. I think probably a large portion of that is the fact that, uh, He probably has some sort of deal where he was a co-founder, they bought him, so part of his shares or payout, I'm sure, is related to the fact that he's not going to go trash talk Google who bought his company that he started. So, in any case, um, I don't know if that's true or not. I would just take it with a grain of salt when someone leaves a a company and uh, is talking about how it was a great company, but they're worried about everything that's happening in the industry that that company directly relates to. In any case, um, he recently left the company and... He is uh, an advocate of some sort of UBI or universal basic income and some sort of option he thinks is going to be really necessary in the future as we start looking at the impact of AI. He says a seri- He said that um, just based off of everything happening in artificial at- intelligence with white-collar workers, um, he said that there is going to be a serious number of losers over the next decade, um, and he thinks that unquestionably many of the tasks in white collar land will look very different over the next five to ten years there's going to be a serious number of losers and they will be very unhappy very agitated um he was speaking at a gic's bridge forum in san francisco when he was talking about this so you know he was obviously in a geographic area that uh there is a large supporter of universal basic income and I believe that um, that's one thing that he specifically mentioned in that thing. So obviously there's been a lot of really exciting advancements in AI, but there's also been a lot of people that have been sounding the alarm on some of the disruption that all of this AI is going to cause from everything to from like medical diagnosis to uh, copywriting and like so many different industries. Every, every industry and every job will be impacted in some way. Um, Recently, a report came out that said something like 80% of jobs will be impacted by AI. So whether that means that they're going to replace jobs or just people are going to have to learn how to be augmented with that technology in order to stay relevant uh, is to be under is to be left uh, seen. But also recent uh, bit of research out of Goldman Sachs also predicted that everything, all the advancements in AI is going to actually boost the annual uh, global gross domestic product, annual GDP or global GDP by 7% over the next 10 years because of just all the extra productivity that we're getting out of AI. Um, And that does sound awesome, but that also could cause significant disruption um, in the labor force as we're looking at other reports that say as many as 300 million jobs potentially are exposed to automation, a.k.a. will be replaced by AI. So Sullivan, who is the co-founder of Deepmind who was uh, talking at this event said that governments are going to need to start thinking about how they're gonna support uh, people whose jobs have been destroyed with universal basic income as one p- uh, potential solution that he said he said um, that needs material compensation or that that needs material compensation this is a political and economic measure we have to start talking about in a serious way so it is interesting I'm see I'm hearing about a lot of different people that are uh really pushing forward on the universal basic income. I wanted to just give a quick, uh, I mean, I'll try to stay unbiased about this because I know that this is like like he even mentioned, this is a political issue. So there definitely is different people on different political ideologies that believe different things about this. And I would actually be really curious to hear um, from you guys on our uh, Facebook chat group, um, our AI group, if you join, what your opinion on U- UBI is, if you think this would be successful or not successful. I've heard pros and cons for it. I'll cover a few basic ones, but first I really quickly wanted to just cover um, what it is, uh, just a very basic definition from Wikipedia. So according to Wikipedia, UBI is essentially a social welfare program in which all citizens of a given population regularly receive a guaranteed income in the form of an unconditional transfer payment. It would be received independently of any other income if the level is sufficient to meet a person's basic needs it is still sometimes called a full basic income if it is less than the amount it may be called a partial basic income no country has yet introduced either although there have been numerous pilot projects and the idea is discussed in a lot of different countries uh, some have labeled UBI as utopian due to its historical origin. There was even so recently as 2013 a vote to uh, do UBI in Switzerland. I believe there's a referendum, um, but the it was uh, voted against 77 to 23. So it never ended up passing. But ever since then, it's kind of been a, a concept that has been talked about a lot. Some people point to the fact that the Alaska Permanent Fund, which is essentially sixteen hundred dollars a year that alaska gives to all of its um everyone that lives there they call that like some sort of form of it i think sixteen hundred dollars is probably not very uh, substantial uh to do anything with and to be honest that's almost just like a tax credit i think there's special deals for living in alaska since it's not a super um it's not some it's not somewhere that a lot of people want to go due to it being freezing cold Um, So I think, you know, you you incentivize people to move to places like that. I I think Canada, where I come from, does the same thing with Northern Territories, where um, they give you land and different uh, benefits if you would like to go move up and colonize the Arctic Great White North of Canada. So in any case, uh, this is something that is uh, being talked about a lot. There's a lot of pros and cons. I think some things that critics say is just the fact that if you pay everyone money, Um, then people will be less likely to want to work and improve themselves and contribute to the economy. Um, And so thereby they are just going to, um, you know, your country kind of gets stale and your talent isn't as good and you lose some of your GDP. Other people uh, that are in favor of UBI say that it maybe gives you the opportunity to focus on things that you really like to do. Um, like painting or something that you might not actually something artistic that you might not have been able to be paid for in the past. I know that Sam Altman, the CEO of OpenAI, is a proponent of uh, universal basic income, and he's also said that that's probably going to be part of the solution to AI and the displacement that's going to happen from that. So it's interesting coming from him. Um, and you know, it's interesting because when you talk about, it, it's kind of just brings up this whole like this whole conversation of work, right? Some people say, um, you know, like you need to work to be able to find purpose and meaning in your life. And then some people say, oh, but there's different types of work. Maybe your work doesn't have to be something that gives you money. Maybe your work can be uh, something that you work on. Anyways, there's this whole, there's different sides of the debate. Um, And I mean, some people point to the fact that uh, just because we have welfare systems doesn't necessarily I don't know, doesn't always have positive impacts for people. And for others, you know, it's obviously a safety net. So there are pros and cons to it. I would love to hear your opinion on universal basic income if you believe that this is a solution um, to the impending disruption that is going to happen from AI. The one last thing I wanted to talk about uh, real quick is there's a really interesting article that kind of had a different take on this than I've seen in other places. And that was an article out of TechCrunch that essentially said, we all contribute to AI. Should we get paid for that? Beyond the fact that everybody obviously loves money, I think this is going to be an argument that a lot of people make, um, saying that you know this isn't just universal basic income. This is the fact that uh maybe we actually are owed something or we deserve something because our data was used to train you know these models. So it'll be interesting. Maybe uh you know OpenAI is going to have to make royalty payments to the world and to everyone that ever contributed data to a website. <laughs> I don't know. Um, But in any case, this is going to be an interesting area to follow and continue following um, into the future to see how this evolves if we do end up with some sort of UBI. Um, if that's necessary and what happens based off of all of this displacement we're about to see in the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community.